Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coleman, once again sitting in Snake and Jake's in the heart of the Clempire with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome, Manny. Hey, man. What is going on with you? Oh, uh, you know, uh, just trying to muddle through, Manny. I'm uh, more troubled than I've than I've been in years. But really? uh, we, why we, is that? Well, you know, I don't want to get into all the the gory details. Then why do you but, bring uh, it up then? Okay, well, moving, moving on, moving on. He doesn't want to talk about. Moving on. No, no, anyway. no. Uh, well, uh, some on on the the, the lighter side. Uh, so I went and. Uh, Played a couple of gigs in uh, in Texas this past weekend with the Iguanas. Had two very successful nights at the uh, Houston and Austin Continental Clubs. There, it's great yeah. to be back. All right, that was about it for that. Nothing, nothing untoward going on down there, but uh, but it's like the old days over there. Full houses at the uh, the Continental Clubs, but. Uh, uh, you know, we've been chronicling. Because Texas loves their uh, Hispanic bands, right? Uh, you know, Texas, uh, they're, they're music fans. And we, yeah. we certainly have a lot of Iguanas fans there, you know, over the years. And, uh, and they keep coming back to see us. So God bless them. Now, did they show up in walkers and wheelchairs? No, no, no. But, uh, you know, as is often the case these days, you have uh, more chairs set out or more stools set out for, uh, for some of these shows that have... Uh, and there's more handicapped parking? Mm. No, I didn't see too many handicapped people or, or uh, I didn't really check out the parking situation. But, yeah, they were uh, even getting up and dancing and stuff. So it's, uh, they were, they're still got some tread left on the tire there. Now uh, you know we've been we've been keeping track of the uh, the saltwater wedge. Yes, yes, that's been, coming up been, river. Been yes, talking about that, and uh, you know last last week we were talking about the the ineffectual response that we were getting from the uh, New Orleans city government uh, through the Surgeon Water Board as well as the uh, the Army Corps of Engineers, and. Uh, you know, they were, we're contrasting that with the uh, the effort in in neighboring Jefferson Parish. Yes. How uh, the the Jefferson Parish president seemed to be uh, digging in, all hands on deck. Uh, they were setting out uh, uh, the temporary pipeline to go bring water from the one place in Canada. They think they may be able to get some fresh water off the Mississippi. Yes. Uh, so uh, and but New Orleans, we were saying last week they 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 hadn't met the the bid uh, deadline. They pushed the deadline forward. They said, well, we hope to start work next week. Well, now it is next week, and they haven't uh, uh, got a, a, an accepted bid as far as I know. They definitely haven't started any work on it. Um, so that's about what we expected. Now, the, the new wrinkle is that uh, the, the new projection is instead of the water, the salt water getting to New Orleans intake on uh, at like October 28th, now they're saying, well, it'll be more like November 28th. If right, it, yes. I if it gets it. here at all. Right, so, yeah. so we may be saved. It won't be through any effort of the uh, the city government or the the uh, municipal the uh, it's the, just the Mother administration. Yes, it'll be act of God that will save us from this. If if in fact we are saved. So well, you know, I I was thinking about that when I heard that news, and and I find it very curious and funny that you know New Orleans claims to be like the most European city in America. You know, it's all this influence from Europe, Paris and, and, Sp and the Spanish and the Italians. Well, 
I was thinking, well, you know what? When the salt water wedge comes, you are going to be the most European because you're going to stink because you're not going to be able to bathe. And you're going to stink like all the Europeans do. The wow. French and the, and, the, and the Italians and the Spanish because you're going to have to you know, not bathe like them. So be proud of that, New Orleans. Okay. Be very proud of that because you're going to stink like the Europeans soon. Okay. Well, something to look forward to, I guess. Uh, get back to our continental roots. Yeah, get back to your roots, New Orleans. Well, yeah. uh, uh, so, so that's some, some uh, ray of sunshine on the horizon, perhaps, that, that will work out like that. Uh, now, uh, on other news, I went and got a, uh, a COVID booster yesterday. Oh, wow. Got the new, the new COVID booster as well as my, uh, my flu shot. Now, I know you never get a flu shot. No, I haven't got a flu shot but, in uh, 20 years. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm and a, I'm not thinking of getting in a COVID shot. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, I went ahead and got it because I haven't had any bad reactions uh, to to the vaccines up till now. And in fact, I, I've only had COVID once, only that Omicron strain I got back in like, uh, I don't know, February of 2021 or something. But since then, uh, with the, you know, getting the successive boosters and maybe being exposed to the actual uh, virus uh, firsthand. Well, we're going to have to get, you know, those Chinese are going to come out with something else pretty soon. So, you know, we're going to have to deal with another shot sooner or later. You know, another different kind of shot, not even a corona shot or a flu shot. Yeah, you think the next, uh, the next yeah. pandemic, whatever the next uh, pathogen is. Yeah, it's going to, you know, it's going to be something. All right, well, we're all, we got the infrastructure in place now. Everybody's yeah, uh, trained up hope. on. <laughs> let's hope. Well, and some people are trained up on not getting it at all. So I guess we, we all know where, where we stand. So anyway, what's going on with you, Manny? Uh, not much. Uh, you know, I know, uh, speaking of the COVID and all that stuff, I don't know if I told you this, but, uh, you know, Vanna White, I'm a big fan of the Wheel of Fortune. Sure. I watch it every night. And Vanna White had COVID, so she could not host, she could not co-host the show last week and, and change the letters because uh, it was a teacher's week, but she had COVID, so she had to stay home. Okay. So... They got, um, it was Teacher's Week, and they got the, uh, the number one teacher in California, because the show is taped in, you know, Los Angeles. They got the number one uh, teacher in California to turn the letters for Vanna. And this woman was a jolly, jolly big woman. Okay. And uh, she couldn't have been happier. And I don't remember her name, but... Um, she could not be happier turning the letters and stuff like that. And it was fun to see someone else, you know, because, you know, Vanna just signed a new contract, so we're stuck with her for two years, two more years. Pat Sajak's leaving in, in, by next year. Well, I thought that uh, Vanna had said she'd stay as long as Pat, but no, no longer. No, that didn't happen, no. Huh. She, because she didn't make as much as Pat. Okay, right. Well, Over all these years. Yeah, she's just turning the letters. So she, yeah, but a lot of people years ago turned in to see her walk, you know, strut her stuff. Sure, stuff. yeah, she's a big you know, draw. Like my, uh, my father-in-law, who passed away a few years back, he loved watching Will because he loved Vanna. He could care less about the puzzles. Yeah. He just liked watching that chick strut her stuff, you okay. know. Okay. He used to say, oh, boy. <laughs> That's what he used to say about Vanna. Oh, boy. <laughs> You know, I love Dr. Herbert. You know, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you I was know, a, um, a soft spot for Dr. But, Herbert uh, myself. Um, but this girl was, uh, you know, she was kind of a portly girl, large mm -hmm. woman. Mm -hmm. 
And apparently she's the number one teacher in all the state of California. And there was times when she was, you know, flicking the, the letters, you know, showing the letters. You couldn't see the letter because she was so big. Yeah, she was blocking the view. Yeah, she was b- blocking the view huh. of the letter. You know, when sa- someone said, can I buy a vowel? Can I get an A? And Pat would say, there are three A's. And she'd do one, and you couldn't, you know, do the other and the other. But then you couldn't see it because she, you know, she wasn't a pro. Right, right, like right. Vanna is. Anyway. Yeah, um, you know, they, the people at, like Vanna, you know, they're professionals. They make it look easy. Yeah. You know, it's really not. There's a lot of ways to screw something like that yeah. up. You know, if you, it's, yeah. it's, it takes, uh, you know, a real showbiz professional. I'm just, though. I was hoping that she would retire too. I thought she because, was. Because, because, uh, you know, they have a, uh, these uh, the, every once in a while on Wheel of Fortune, they'll say, "Here's a look at Wheel of Fortune in Brazil, or Wheel of Fortune in Italy, mm-hmm. or Wheel of Fortune in Africa," and the girls turning the letters, man, are hot, and they are fucking hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And Vanna, I mean, she's older than us, you know, she's fucking <laughs> yeah, you know, pushing it, man. Yeah, and if I may, if I, if I may say so, she's been worked on a bit. Yeah, by well, she's worked a by lot. Best yeah. in the business now. He's yeah, saying, you know, she's, she's been. Yeah, she's had, had a few tune-ups. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, a few tune-ups. That's yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Nice anyway, it was sure. of course body and fender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, is everyone's you know a million dollar body with a five and ten cent face. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, just like you know, you keep those old classic cars. You pull them out every Sunday to take a little drive, and and I think oh, yeah. that's what yeah. that's what Pat's going to do with her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, nice. other than that, not much has been going on except that I heard that. Uh, Former uh, gold medal Olympian gymnast Mary Lou Retton, remember her? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's on her deathbed. Really? Yeah. How is that possible? Well, I don't know. She's definitely younger than us. Yeah, she's on her deathbed. Oh, she's got terrible. some rare form of uh, pneumonia that the doctors just don't understand what it really? is. And uh, oh, that's terrible. You know, I remember that one time. I, I I've never been to a Hawaiian restaurant before. And I went to this Hawaiian restaurant, and I ordered uh, 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 some chicken, chicken on a skew or whatever, some mm-hmm. teriyaki chicken. And they brought me this pig on parallel bars. And I said, what is that? Mary Lou Retton? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Everyone laughed just like you guys are yeah. laughing right now. That's, a, yeah. that's tough, poor yeah. girl. Well, oh. so she's going to die. Oh, so. I'm very sorry. Very sorry to hear that, man. It's a, you know, I hate to see these people who, who are, you know, much younger than me passing because it's, it's one thing to, to see people who I've known, been aware of my whole life and they're older than me. And it's even to see them, you know, passing away, it kind of reminds you of your own mortality, uh, you know, but, but, but when they're, they're your age or even younger, man, it's, uh, there's no escaping the, uh, the fickle finger of fate, huh? Fellas, I stopped at the Neptune Society today. Okay. What's that? That's where they cremate you, and you could do it on the installment plan. Okay. And they, yeah. they and they, they put you out to sea, right? That's the no, whole. They'll do anything you want. Do it. Oh, okay. Do anything you want. You can you can get ex- for extra money. But the the basics is they'll cremate. So you want to be cremated? Yeah. 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 Me yeah, too. Yeah, I, I yeah. want it. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you can share your ashes with friends. Right. Exactly. Family, anybody wants it. Exactly. I've got a couple of friends. My dream in my, is my to have sewing kit. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's where you keep them. Yes, <laughs> safekeeping, sure. 
Well, yeah, I'd like to, uh, since, you know, smoking is not cool anymore. Nobody smokes, really. You can't smoke indoors anymore. But my dream was to have, to be cremated and to have all my ashes put in ashtrays at all my favorite bars. Ooh, I like that. Nice. You know. For and, an evening. Yeah. Well, for my wife to it depends do. Depends on which bars. Bar it might last a little longer. Well, yeah, exactly. But uh, no one smokes. You can't smoke indoors anymore. Or... Oh, at Jefferson Parish again. You can? Oh, yeah. Where's that? What? Da- name me a bar. Any? Oh. Every what, bar in Jefferson? 808, the, the lamp lighter with the good... Um, with the good neon, right, right, lamp anyway, lighting, any, any yeah, bar, yeah. really? Okay, yeah. I did not know that. That's I, I thought it was just outlawed everywhere. I know uh, Dos Jefes, the uh, cigar bar, they, cigar they have, that's, right. uh, that's even Orleans Parish. It's uh, mm-hmm. not too far from here, but uh, yeah, I don't know that I'd want that to be my final resting place. But uh, I like the lamp lighter. Some of those places, uh, the Swamp Room, isn't that out there? On uh, yeah, I think. I, I think they're still there. Veterans, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's some, 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 some real. Uh, Sweet I don't Williams know if is I'd gone. I'd like though. to be out there though. I, I, you know, like Jefferson Parish. I, I don't know. Uh, you won't know the difference once yeah. you're once you're in the ashtray. Once you're in ashtray. Well, you're stage. not going to be cremated though, right? No, no, no. I already have my uh, my plot there in uh, in, in uh, Hevertillum Cemetery, right behind, uh, right on uh, Iberville Street. Right, right behind my old house on on Bienville Street. So I, I got my got my plot all 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 bought and paid. It's for. a family plot. It's uh yeah it's uh it's it's my my uh, in laws are there. Uh, my wife and I have uh, have have plots there. That's where I'll be wanting. That's one up. place I'll never visit too. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bury you. <laughs> <laughs> but you might want to visit his in-laws uh, as opposed to yours. Uh, yeah, that's uh, always a bad idea. Uh, I might be the guy My spreading in-laws. your ashes around in the the swamp room, Manny. Speaking of of of, uh, of people we lost, good friend of the show and and a matriarch from around the neighborhood here, uh, uh, Denise Charbonnet. We lost her this week. She's a fan of the show, uh, mother of uh, of uh, or stepmother of our guest uh, Tony Green. Uh, one time babysitter for uh, our host Dave Clemens. Desi there. Charbonnet? Uh, no, Denise Charbonnet. The one who ran for mayor? No, that was Desi. Oh, okay. This is Denise. This is a mu- no, she, I, she's uh, not a political uh, uh, person. So never, she's never dead? Ran. She passed away this week. We lost her. It's very wow, sad. Wow, and Tony's so political. Or maybe it's philosophical is the term. Uh, well, no, there's two Tony Greens. Oh, it's a different Tony there's, Green. There's kind of a nuts Tony Green, which is the one you're thinking of, who's a conspiracy theorist and a, and a uh, yes. muralist and stuff. Yeah. And then there's the sane Tony Green, who's a, a singer and a band he has now, uh, Concrete Confetti, formerly with the uh, Gutter Brothers over in England, and uh, uh, Contractor, uh, Salt of the Earth guy. Uh, co- he was on the show? He was on the podcast, came and here, did it did it in person uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larger and than, so his mom his, died? His stepmom was, was, uh, was, was the one we're talking about, yeah. So uh, shout out to Denise Charbonnet. We, and she, she was a big fan of the show. She'd been listening right from the beginning. Would really? Always compliment. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well All she right. was old enough. Yeah. Uh, yes. Does she get cremated? I don't know what the. Uh, Are you going to the funeral? Uh, I will go sounds, to the. Fu- sounds Catholic to I, me. I will go to the to the Can't funeral that. when that uh, when that happens. Though I think they're probably making arrangements as we speak. Oh God! If they're Catholic, it's going to take weeks to bury. I don't. I don't know. You know I don't not know. like the Jews. They boom. They're done. Get it over. They get it over with. Muslims. Yeah. Knock yeah. It off exactly. The Catholics. They wait forever. I mean, what are they waiting for? 
to get their name in the paper. Well, you got to get the extreme unction. You got to get all that. The what unction? Extreme unction. That tell tell it extreme unction. Unction. It's unction. That's the blessing, so you can make it through the pearly gates. All right. See, we got we got we're we're not not bringing in just nobody. If you believe in the pearly gates, that was an altar boy. There you go. I don't know if you made that in the notes. There you go. No, it didn't get that in the notes. First altar boy at Saint Benilde before he was a. Before he was a saint. Did you know any wow. rapists Before there? Was, what is that? Did you know any rapists while you were an altar boy? Do you ever have like, to uh, uh, avoid what, uh, avoid some? Uh, no, the uh, only no, the only one I knew was when I was in high school, and uh, he was like the coolest. He was a brother. He was a brother. Yeah, he was a brother. He was a cool guy. No, he was a priest. He was a priest. He had been sent down from Chicago. They keep on sending him farther yeah, yeah, into they, the hinterlands. Yeah, you know, around, they, yeah, yeah. But he was the coolest cat, time, man. Yeah. Father Joe Viverito. What a, he was okay. really a nice guy. Everybody uh, liked him. Okay. Well, but I never had any personal uh, yeah. relations. Uh, all right. Okay. He didn't well, try to good. give you some of that uh, whole Extreme water. unction. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good. I'm glad you avoided that because yeah. uh, not, not all of our guests have been so fortunate. Um, well, uh, if you don't have anything else, Manny, maybe we should get right into our guest sure, here. It seems not? like about that time. Yeah. Right on. Our guest here, I don't know if you could tell by his, his, uh, his accent, but he is a, a quintessential New Orleans personality. He's a, a pianist, a vocalist, songwriter, satirist, cabaret performer, humorist, as well as a former school teacher. He was a longtime owner of uh, the Neutral Ground Coffee House until uh, it just closed earlier this year. Uh, he, but it might reopen. It's, uh, we're, yes, uh, just down the street. We're, we're going to possibly get in all that. He just recently finished a, a run of his most recent show with his wife, Heidi, which was uh, Mancini by Moonlight, uh, playing all the lyrical songs of Henry Mancini. He's also currently uh, uh, has the, is the pianist at the Public Belt Bar in the Hilton Riverside Hotel. He's had uh, long tenures at the Piano Bar and the Pontchartrain Hotel and some other places around town. Anyway, we'll get into all that. But without further ado, the great Mr. Philip Melanson. Welcome, Phil. Hey, thank you very much. Happy to be here, Renee. Yeah, so happy to have you here. Yes, Manny. yes, happy. Now, Manny was mentioning that you're the, the second Melanson to, to come on the show. The first Melanson was Kyle Melanson, drummer with, uh, oh, at yeah, one time, Dash Mal- Rip Rock. Oh, uh, yeah, Dash Rip Rock. Cal- yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and currently a drummer with the Imagination Movers, as well oh, as uh, yes, Big in yes. the 90s, I think he plays sure, in that band, sure. several others. So are I you, understand. Are you related to uh, Kyle in any way that you no, know of? No, no, okay. no, no. No, no, no. It's a I'm, common I'm, name I'm, down yeah, south. Oh, Louisiana. yeah. They breed like rabbits, those Melanson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. So, what is that? French or. Well, it's a bastardized French. It's a Cajun. Okay, because it's C O N, right? C O N. So, why do you say son and not con? Because they had have, they have the little cursor underneath that's the C there. So, it has that S sound okay. put to it. Oh, uh, okay. Now, if you go to, if you go to Germany uh-huh. and you go into the ch- big churches there, no, you go into a Catholic cathedral over there. They always have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, in, in the like the cross in the in the, in the stained glass window. Mm-hmm. But in Germany, because it was big on the Protestant Revolution, they have Luther, Calvin, Zwembiski, the guy who was in charge of the Swiss arm of the of the Reformation. Reformation. Mm-hmm. And the fourth guy is Philip Melanchthon. Really. Yeah, it was quite shocking to see that yeah. as a Catholic boy. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, well, Philip, uh, uh, tell us, uh, you are from New Orleans. Tell us about uh, what, what part of the city did you grow up in? And I grew up next to Xavier. Okay. And then I was about third. town kind of? Yeah, kind of a girt town. Yeah, right okay. there on Telemachus and Howard. All right. So basically on the interstate. Okay. Kind of block down from the, the old gym, not the new gym. And um, we, um, then at, when I was in third grade, uh, my St. Rita burnt down. St. Rita here at um, Fountain Blue in Broadway. Oh, okay. And so uh, we had to find a new school. That's where you were going to school at St. Yeah, Rita's right, there? Right. Okay. That's, and, that's where uh, I vote. That's where I'll be voting on, uh, on Saturday. Okay. Oh, good. Vote the school comes back. Yeah. And um, yeah, they closed the school finally. Yeah, I know yeah, it's, yeah. it's happening everywhere to right, my place. Right, right, right. So, um, so then I'm the only boy you ever meet who attended Sacred Heart. Huh. It was an all-girls school, but we platooned with them for about a year. Really? And um, then I left. Then when we left there, the family moved out to Metri, and I went to school out that way. So you went to an all-girls school for what a year? Or yeah, what but I was only in, in fourth, third or fourth grade, right, third or so fourth grade. So I didn't, I didn't quite appreciate it. Is there a boys' restroom you yes, could use? Yes, there was. I, well, there was a restroom. I can't say I couldn't read then because it was, I was only in fourth school. grade. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You couldn't read then? No, no, Did no. Did you no. write? Oh, I could write. Yeah, you could. I scribbled read. things. Yeah, but I yeah. know what I was. Didn't know what they meant. Didn't know what they meant. So you just went to the <laughs> girls' hieroglyphs. bathroom. <laughs> now, did there were there urinals in the girls' bathrooms? You know, I can't I can't say there were or there weren't. I'm guessing that there you, weren't. You know? If I just had to. Well, yeah, I mean, it's an all girls' school. Yeah, why would they about, put some in just for that? Yeah, one well, maybe. Yeah, I don't there know. There were, I don't, yeah. were there male teachers there? No, oh no, they were all no. nuns. They're the all only nuns. ones I remember were nuns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, who taught me? I, yeah, I wasn't involved too much with the girls. Right. I saw them. Right. Yeah, what kind of meat does a precede on Friday? None. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just an old habit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so tell us a little bit about your uh, family background, mom and dad. Uh, 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 my, my father came from a, a line of um, bookies. Okay. And... Um, Honorable profession. Cer certainly was. Right. Certainly was. Yeah. And um, he, was, he was considered a fine member of the community. And that was back in the day when, like, every bar had a book. Oh, every bar, every barbershop, every bar. And, uh, and, and, yeah. and oh, yeah, absolutely. He, uh, for years, he was behind Pat Gillen's. That was his place right oh, there okay. on Jefferson Highway. All right. And um, then a point. Anyway, so that. My mother was a housewife. Okay. And um, she was full of life and. Nice, uh, happy uh, environment there. Uh, oh, I had a great time. I had a great time as a nice. child. Yeah. Now, were you into music at that time? Starting no, to play music well, at all? You know, you know what? When when I moved out to um, moved out to Metri, I, I got my first guitar. So I was like eleven, and um, and I got my guitar, and I was sitting in my room, and I learned to play the thing a little bit. And um, so that was my introduction to music, really. No, actually, here's my introduction. Here it is. When St. Rita burnt down, I was sent home. And I was sitting at home by myself for, say, three weeks before they figured we could platoon with Sacred Heart. Mm -hmm. My mother had two records in the record bin. Johnny Mathis singing, Look at me, I'm his help. And, and the other one was um, Bobby Darren singing uh, Beyond the Sea. Right. And so, but the last song on both albums was the same song. That's all. Okay. And I heard Johnny Mathis singing, 
I can only give you love that lasts forever. And Bobby Darren would sing it. I can only give you love hey, hey, that lasts. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I learned to appreciate both treatments. Uh-huh. And that's where my music education started. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, there's a, the whole range of interpretations. That it was. Could, well, yeah, could, well, uh, it was bookends. I don't know if it was a total range. Right, right, right. Short shelf. Okay. Um, well, I, I read somewhere that... Uh, Pretty pretty early on, you were writing songs, and somehow you did you uh, write a song for uh, Popeye and Pal's television show? Or yeah, 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 right. I mean, forever from the start, I like took a guitar lesson or two, and then I figured, okay, I can do this a little bit. So I started writing songs immediately, and so I write a song about a cow, Millie the cow, when I went on a camp out with the Boy Scouts, <laughs> uh-huh. and um, and and that was like in sixth grade, and years later, um. A friend of mine gets to be the, Matt Burrell gets to be the host of Popeye and Pals on Channel 4. Okay. And they were sending a cow, they were showing how to wash a cow, and they made it look as if a cow was going through a car wash. And the, one of the producers said, if we only had a song, and Matt said, I knew a guy. <laughs> back, in, <laughs> back in sixth grade, who wrote a song about a cow. They called me up, and that's when I got that gig. Oh, okay. I was and thinking- that was my first gig. I was thinking that maybe was was back when I was uh, watching Popeye and Pals because you know that's a it was a local New Orleans show it was on uh, Saturday mornings mm-hmm. along with all the, the with Uncle Henry Dupuy. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I was trying to think when I was a kid was was uh, Wayne Mack the uh, the no the, he the was host? he was the great Mack nut. Great Mack Nut. That was a nut. different program. Now you yeah. remember that? Oh my, yeah. I hear, oh, yeah. I've oh, never yeah. saw that, but my parents would always talk about the Great Mack. The Great nut. Mac Nut. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Was you know just a different one. They okay. also had Bozo, sure. Who, who was Sam Adams? The great Sam Adams. Okay. Guy. Now the uh, the the set of Popeye and Pals was like a, a interior of a. Uh, uh, submarine, kind of. Sometimes it was, yeah. They had a little and, background. Right, right, right. And I remember watching it as a kid, and I, I and they would have children on. They, yeah, they'd have like right, a class, right, maybe right, right. 10, 12 kids, and he would talk to them, and I would watch it, and I would think, how could I be one of those kids? I would love to be <laughs> one of those kids. I never got to do it, but I did go on a, a field trip because uh, my uh, I was I was in class with this kid uh, whose father was Jack Ruby the the uh, not the uh, not not the Lee Harvey Oswald uh, assassin but the WWL radio personnel. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember Jack. Oh Jack Ruby. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I read his biography. Oh, his did autobiography. You? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it was fabulous. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, he him. worked for WWL and we got to go on a on a field trip down and I saw behind the scenes. I mm-hmm. thought, well, I didn't get to be on the show, but here I'm getting to. to walk around the set that was right. that was pretty cool so uh, I was going to ask you about some of these other maybe we'll get get to that uh, a little bit later some of these Jack o- Ruby didn't kill anyone they killed uh, Lee Harvey Oswald right yeah All that's right, right. okay right. yeah right. and he um, was dying of cancer dying of cancer yeah yeah mm-hmm. or at least he yeah. was poisoned or something who knows what all goes uh, what went on there but uh, are you playing professionally at the time when you start teaching school, or is that did that come later? No, no. I started teaching school, let's say, back in, um, let's say, about 78, something like that. Okay. And um, about 10 years later, I went and got another degree, and to reward myself, I bought a piano. Okay. And I, um, and I started banging on, that's when I started banging on a piano. Yeah. And I was 30 years old. Nice. And... Um, and till about 12 years later, that's when I got on Popeye and Pals, basically. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
but uh, you, you've had a whole series of, of uh, piano bar residencies, right? Oh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you, you know a, a million tunes. A lot, yeah. Now, yeah. now I, I've always loved the uh, atmosphere of the piano bar. Where yeah, it is, it's cool when it works, yeah. Where you have, and, and these places will all often have like regulars, uh, patrons who will who will come. Oh yeah. And and often they're amateur singers or some semi-professional singers, but yeah. uh, and uh-huh. and they will will wait for their turn to get to sing a tune. You oh must, yeah. You must have a lot of those. I huh? do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Certainly so. And it's fun. I've I've gone to those. Like sometimes my band will be out on the road. If we get off early enough, we'll see if we can go to one of those and and you know get enough drinks in us and we'll start getting up and singing tunes. Yeah, it's, it, it, I, I like it a lot. And you know, somebody gets up to sing, and if the person can't sing, well, they sing one song. You know, and everybody enjoys it just because they get to laugh at the guy for, for three minutes, uh, right. two minutes. I cut it short, but um, uh, but that's it. You know, it's not like he's going to spend the whole evening up there to ruin your night. Yeah, every time I've gone to a piano bar, um, the piano player never knows the song I want to sing. That's probably me. Uh, high anxiety. I don't know that one. You see? Oh no, I know the movie though. Yeah, high yeah. anxiety is, is a great a, song is written a, by a, Mel Brooks. A Mel Brooks song. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know but any no song written after 1965. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. No, no piano player ever knows that song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah, I can't say I, I've, I know that one myself. I'd be hard pressed. I want to tell you uh, what. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look it up. Can it so start working on that Right, right, right. Yeah. So you know, you, you've had this this long career uh, playing in different spots. I uh, mentioned the uh, the Pontchartrain Hotel. Yeah, it's a, that was a gig for twenty three years. Man, and a, I, a classic classic New Orleans hotel. I, yeah. I was telling somebody I remember when uh, Delphio Marcellus was was uh, one of the bellboys at the... Yeah. At the <laughs> it, was, it was after I was in high school with him, walking down I said, hey, Delphio, what are you doing? He goes, I'm working here, bro. He must have been <laughs> like AJ a... A.J. Loria? He was, he was one of the... He was the elevator operator for a while. Wow, A.J. Loria. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice. Piano player. Yeah, yeah. Another guy we've, we've lost a couple of years ago. You ever have to run any of these people off that uh, from the the, the the bug you too much or get get in, get into uh, you know every once in a while um, every once in a while somebody gets out of hand. One of my favorite stories is one night at the Ponch train. This place is kind of probably full and and this guy comes up to the piano and asks for um, Ghost Riders in the Sky. I said okay, so I'm finishing the song I'm on right there. And before that, he comes up and he says. Where's my song? Where's my ghostwriters? I asked for ghostwriters, he tells everybody. I say, I'm getting to it, baby. Well, of course, I have to play the next song someone asked first. Yeah. And he starts making a little bit more noise. So the bartender walks, a little redheaded bartender, a little gal, walks up to him and says, Sir, you're going to have to cut that out. And, of course, he pushes her. And, mm. boy, this little gal's ready to beat the poop out of this yeah. guy. And um, finally, I, I jump up, I grab her, and she says, "You're out of here. Get out of here." And they, they, they just get rid of him. Ten minutes later, the guy comes back, shows up at the door, <laughs> and she jumps from behind the bar. She says, "I told you." And he said, "Stop." Um, am I 86 just from this bar or the whole street? <laughs> so yes, some of them could be fun with that. Right, right, right. Well, that's uh, glad that worked out okay. Nobody, nobody, oh, nobody got, got hurt. Was that David Lee Roth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't oh, okay. think so. No, he, um, yeah. 
No, his legs didn't work as well as David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh, okay, I wasn't doing any high kicks or anything. Yeah. No, he didn't have a layer of guitars on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, besides having the the this this uh, uh, you know long tenure of of piano bar gigs, playing standards and that sort of thing. You, you also uh, uh, are, are a, an adept uh, musical satirist and have, have written many, uh, you know, you, many shows that involve some of these song parodies, you know, some of the, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, one that you, you did last year. I don't know if you're planning on doing it this year. Christmas Cabaret had a song, uh, uh, they all asked for Yule. Is the uh, the, yeah, the, the name title of the, the show? The, yeah, the title yeah, of the show. Sure, they had sure. had songs like uh, uh, Santa got held up at gunpoint. Well, yeah, and that wasn't mine, but yeah, we have yeah, okay. we do a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, Isle of Misfit Latoyas. Yeah, that's, well, that was one. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's what I like. Well, uh, but and you've you've you have some some of these other things. Uh, you you had a, uh, a, a hurricane romance album that came out uh, right after Katrina. Yeah, I think that's my best album. Okay, I like that. had a song, uh, "Looting in the Morning, Looting in the Evening," yeah, Looting at yeah, Supper Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like that at Channel Four when I played that. No, not too upset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't in the morning show. On, on the morning show, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Eric Paulson's uh, yeah. he's stiff. He's a stiff <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? The happy birthday woman who used to yeah, say. Yeah, what's it? God, what's Shama, her? She's doing the health commercial, the Blue Cross yeah. commercial. Her sister was on. Oh, yeah, sister's on ABC. Yeah, NBC, National News. Yeah, she's yeah. on the morning show. Yeah, yeah what yeah. the hell is her name? Yeah. Robert, something Robert. Yeah, yeah. They didn't like your song? Well, they, they were a little edgy. upset. They had a number of phone calls come in after that. Uh, you know, <laughs> like I was praising. Well, Luke, when I've I been just, on that show, I was just they saying what I saw. You know, phone calls come on that show when I've been on that show. You know. One time I was on that show during an election year, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I mentioned that Eric Paulson, you know, is backstage going, come on, Manny, let's get broads after we wrap this up. <laughs> and he looked at me like, Manny, I'm married. I said, what, you got married? And he goes, yeah, I've been married for about a year now. I go, well, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't say that stuff, man. Oh, you know, out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you get on the stage if you have a microphone that you everything comes up. Yeah, everything exactly. comes up. Exactly. My gosh, my poor wife. You know. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. She, she came along a little later, so she had a, a sense of understanding. Uh, it was, you know? uh, she was fully informed. Uh, well, when, you know. Right, right, right. At least up to that point. Okay. And but then you you've also uh, treated uh, had other shows uh, like one where you you did a bunch of Alan Sherman songs. Right, we did an Alan Sherman's show. Yeah, and and my wife was saying that she she saw you as kind of the continuum of you know Alan Sherman, Professor Tom Lehrer. I did a Tom Lehrer show, sure. But I mean, and who I is Alan Sherman? Hello, Mata. Hello, Father. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Know. I'm not from. But here. you know that record. That's a it was a national record, like in yeah, the. the I don't know. I don't listen to music something. anymore. Uh, it was a, kind of a comedy <laughs> record, I believe. Yeah. Wonderful co- yeah. <laughs> satirist of this time. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also wrote for um, I've Got a Secret. He was the, he was the I think, the um, producer of I've Got a Secret. The hmm. game show? Yeah, the game show. Really? Yeah. 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 I still love that yeah. show. Or maybe it was, could have been What's My Line. I, I might, What's My Line, yeah. It could have been. I'm not on the which yeah. one it was. I've forgotten now, but. 
And uh, and you you have uh, where's my line is a better show. Oh. Where's my line? <laughs> yeah, just, just look for the Dixie cup. Yeah, no, I look for the mirror that's missing, <laughs> man. <laughs> the mirror on the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the hotel room. Man. Right, 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 right. Remember, right. I used to go to hotels and just take. You know, they used to have those full length mirrors. You know, by the bathroom. And, we used to take them off and put them on the bed, and we'd spread the drugs all over the place. Wow! Man. Wow! wow. Yeah. wow. yeah, yeah. We had was... plenty of time to put it back up because I know you weren't sleeping after that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We weren't doing much after that. Well, uh, you, we have a, a someone in common, I believe, a friend, a former uh, guest of the show, uh, Chris Champagne. Oh another, yeah, uh, Chris done several shows yeah. with Chris. There you go. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Matter of fact, Chris is um. The opening comedian for the Henry Mancini show. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah we had him on the show, but uh, the uh, the uh, technical difficulty because it was during the pandemic. It was one of the worst shows ever because we couldn't hear each other. That was well. Little... He has a lot of material. Yeah, I we know. were just driving up to Nashville together uh-huh. a couple months ago to drop off bodies. That son of a gun. Well, I don't know why we were out going, but. That son of a gun talked the entire time with yeah. stories and regaled me with stories all the way up and all the way back. Yeah. And they were they were good stories. Yeah. I mean, they were quality stories. Yeah, he's a he good guy. He has material. And he still works at the fairgrounds, I think, to this no, day. No, he's not working there anymore. No? no? He quit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah. last yeah. time I saw him was over by the fairgrounds yeah. and he was still working. It's a long history, too, of him. Yeah. whole family was involved with the, with the fairgrounds. Yeah. Oh, no. His dad was, played for the NFL. He sure did. Yeah, and he wrote a book about that and uh-huh. stuff. And and did a show. And it was funny because his father, when he played for the Rams in Los Angeles, decided, okay, I'm going to be a Ram. I'm here, and his dad bought or rented a place in one of the worst neighborhoods of L.A. <laughs> to calm. The pay scale of the NFL yeah. was not quite what it is yeah. today. Yeah, right? so gr- Chris grew up in a really, you know, was at least spent the first semester of the school year in L.A., because NFL's always in the fall, mm-hmm. in one of the worst neighborhoods you ever want to grow up in <laughs> back in the 60s and 70s. School of hard knocks. Yeah, yeah oh, that, man. That's a rough neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Those kids only had long pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they had pants at all, you know. I, I know. Well, uh, we, we got a lot more to get into, but I'm looking at the clock and our oh, drinks, Manny. Yeah. I think it might be about time. Yeah, let's roll. The Troubled Nation, knows we take a break. Mr. Melon Son Con Son Con. Use Melon Songs. That's my email. Melon handle. Songs. Okay. That's okay. nice, huh? Yeah. Melon yeah. Songs. Uh, uh, Nation, we'll be right back. High anxiety whenever you're near. High anxiety. It's you. That I fear My heart's afraid to fly It's crashed before But then you take my hand My heart starts to soar Once more High anxiety It's always the same It's you that I blame It's very clear to me 
I've got to give in I anxiety You win And we're back Back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet I am Renee Coleman Back with our guest Mr. Philip Malasson Hey, hey. Now, uh, Philip, I, I know you're kind of new to the podcast, uh, but uh, for, for all of our longtime listeners, they know that uh, this is a listener-sponsored operation. We, we don't have any corporate sponsorships. Also, uh, no AI was involved in the preparation of this show. No artificial intelligence. In fact, as Manny points out, sometimes no intelligence at all. Yeah, and I never made any A's in school, so I can't contribute. Okay, there you go. But uh, our, our listeners do know that we have the, uh, the PayPal and Venmo links right there in the show notes of every show, as well as the, uh, the pinned Facebook page. Uh, have those those links that you can uh, support the show if you're listening, if you're enjoying the show. And I want to give a shout-out to a uh, uh, longtime supporter and, and uh, former guest, Mr. Michael Skinkus. He uh, bought this round of drinks tonight, so thank you, Michael. Cheers to you. We have uh, behind the bar, we have the superstar, Lauren, there. We have uh, Juan, our regular bartender, came in, even though it's his night off, just to, uh, to press, press the flesh. We have our our, uh, our our host Dave Clements here in in, uh, in 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 person. We just celebrated his birthday. A few just days celebrated ago. his birthday. Yes, he's ninety two. Wow! Wow! He looks great for ninety two. Looks great for observing it right about now. Great for ninety two. Michael Skinkus. Who is he? Uh, Michael Skinkus. He's a uh, terrific percussionist. Okay. Um, around town, plays a lot of different people, and uh, he was. We had him. He was. He was just uh, on the podcast. Maybe about. Three months ago, sat okay. here with us. Uh, anyway, uh, got got some gigs coming up with him, but he he likes to listen to us when he does uh, traveling across the country. And he said uh, he's been traveling, been listening to the podcast, and and sent us uh, a round of drinks there through that Venmo uh, that link. So basically, so, whenever he has to get out of town, yeah, turns you guys on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so we like that whenever <laughs> whenever uh, you know whatever floats your boat. Whenever it's it's good for you, we're we're, we're always there. You know, we're you don't have to. People will say. Well, when does your podcast come on? I say whenever you turn it on. It's uh, it's on demand. Um, uh, but uh, follow us on social media: Instagram, Facebook. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Be it uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play or any of the many aggregators uh, of podcasts. Uh, give us five stars. Cost you nothing. Helps us a lot. Uh, we do have, as Manny was mentioning last week, we have the Trouble Men podcast T-shirts available right there in the, the link in the show notes. Uh, don't wait until the, the last minute to do your holiday shopping. You know, you can get a whole matching set of Trouble Men podcast wear for your entire family. Uh, you know, I can uh, be the first first family on your block to, to uh, represent in that kind of full way. So when you talk about AI... Uh-huh. That scary stuff, that right. AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember back in the early 90s, I was living in this apartment with a buddy of mine, and he invited a bunch of his deadhead friends to come visit us. And they just wanted drugs. They just constantly wanted drugs. And there was a bunch of them. There was about five or six. And I used to score them a bunch of Coke, but they kept wanting me to make these cigarettes and Coke. Cigarettes and Coke. Oh, really? Yeah, and... 
And that's when you say AI. I remember this one guy who I kept making cigarettes and coke with, or four. He kept calling them CIs. CIs. Man, he make me another CI. Can you make me another CI? What does that stand and for? I, yeah, yeah. Coke inside. Oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. okay. after about a day or two of making him all these CIs, I go, "What does co- CI stand for?" He goes, "Manny Coke inside." Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, dude. You know, I'm ripping you off totally." And right, right, right. Well, you know, and I'm it going. Reminds me of Katrina. A guy was telling me he's um, yeah, I'm up here. And, uh, he said he didn't like those MRIs. When he left, he had taken MRIs, MRIs with him. Yeah. And he was going up to Michigan, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, I got a few of these MRIs. Marijuana when ready." <laughs> okay. Well, those MREs were yeah, Bob, awful. No. Well, anyway. Right, 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 right. <laughs> those uh, MREs, I remember coming back to check on my house after Katrina, and uh, people would come by up and down your street, and they say, are you hungry? You need food? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they gave me one of those MREs or MRIs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MRI. Uh, meals ready were, to eat. Yeah, they yeah. were awful. They yeah, were just I had a bunch awful. of them, man. Was, uh, yeah, the, the, they were But they awful. were useful. Some, some were better than others. Uh, I had a thought, an ear, I mean, a, 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 a vocal problem mm-hmm. at the time, and you take the heating element out of it, and you would sleep on it. Wow. <laughs> it was great for that, man. Okay. Great. Actually, I novel. still, just as a novelty, I still have one of them. Oh, good. Away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they were awful. I, I'd rather starve, to be honest with you. They were just awful. Uh, you know, it d- depends well, on which one you have. Don't, don't, don't take any meal. Depends, depends on which don't one. Don't judgment. Yeah. Right, right, right. My father had, had a bunch of those uh, stashed away in his camp down in Myrtle Grove, and uh, <laughs> I'd go down there to work with him. He'd open up the cabin and go, pick something out. Well, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're all very uh, high in fat content because oh, they're, yeah. they're oh, yeah. made for uh, soldiers out there. They may not, that may be their only meal that whole day, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, why you know. didn't they give out spam like they did in World War II? Uh, you know, well, the Hawaiians had cornered the market and they were keeping it. I love spam. Oh, huh, yeah. really? Spam really? isn't no. fucking I, I, I prefer an MRE to spam. Oh, personally. really? Yeah. No, I like I think spam. I'll eat the napkin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so I think that probably takes care of all of our, our housekeeping. Uh, uh, I could, could remind everybody to go see uh, the Jude Acres uh, on November, whatever that is, uh, November 29th at Zeitgeist. Uh, our, our guest from last week will be doing a, uh, have a screening of his uh, Man in the Red Beret documentary as well as a Blitz chess tournament out there. But uh, anyway, let's get to our guest tonight. Back to him, uh, the great... Philip Malasson. Now, Philip, so you grew up in New Orleans. Uh, tell us, like, wh- what was New Orleans like when you were, like, a teenager growing up here? Were you going to a lot of, like, Catholic dances, CYO dances, that kind oh, of thing? Oh, yeah, I went to a lot of CYO dances, yeah. Uh, now, uh, by the time what I was dancing... CYO mean? Uh, Christian for our Youth Organization. don't know. Christian Youth, youth organization. organization. Okay, all right. And, um, actually, by that time, I was out in Metri. Okay. But, um... But yeah, it was it was kind yeah, of an extension Catholic schools of it. out there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to St. Christopher, who okay. is no longer a saint. Really? They do they do flock frock. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it, that. Well, it really didn't exist. I'm sure we know. Huh. So I don't know what the hell's going on with them now. They still have the church, but uh, they're uh, just playing it by ear. I don't know what they're doing. So, um, but yeah, you go to you go to da- da- dances, Catholic school dances, and um, it, 
they, I remember the girls, and well, we played baseball with the kids from New Orleans, but the girls, we had a volleyball team. We'd, we'd go with them out to yeah, Saturday thing, you know. Because I love volleyball I'd met, players. I you met know, Pam Pistorius over there at Incarnate Word, and we went out to Holy Angels, and we would just sit in the stands as the young guys. And yeah. Cheer the teams on. Sure, yeah. sure. It's a little encouragement. I love tall women, man. Those oh, tall vo- yeah, volleyball yeah, yeah, women, yeah. man, are fucking sexy. I'm looking for a hard-headed woman. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. In fact, you know, I work at the big campus here, and I deal with a lot of the athletics. And when the volleyball team comes in to, you know, to do business with me, I, I want to tell it. you, the volleyball players back then were not the volleyball players today. Oh no, these girls no. today are athletes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back then, they were just, yeah, I know. They kick your ass, man. You get on the court with them. It'll hurt. And the uniforms were different. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for beach volleyball. You ever see beach volleyball? Like Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, yeah. They play in uh, in bikinis, right? Pretty much. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. More or less, more or less. And they're like tall, man. Right, 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 right. Some healthy girls, some real athletes, like Philip said. Well, so Philip, uh, uh, you know, you've 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 seen New Orleans over many phases. Have you ever seen it as dysfunctional as it is currently? Uh, well, you know, as a kid, you don't see things like you do now as an adult. Um, I, I really, can't, I really can't, I really can't answer that, Renee. And, okay. And, and it, but um, I mean, you have. I have no doubt that. I mean, the roots of what we are today or from back then you know yeah you think it's we pretty was much screwed the same up beyond you just <laughs> yeah. look at our history all the way through what really you ever seen the claiborne expressway how about we have an interstate that goes right through the middle of the city that's right, a good way right, for you huh right how about one of our finest mayors moon landrew wanted to put the interstate right through right in front between the river and st louis cathedral right you right. know well, were, did he want to do that? I thought, oh, I thought he sure the, did. I, I thought the uh, the feds wanted to do that, and then the, the city was he was, uh, he was a promoter of it. He well, was okay. a big promoter of it. Pay him off, you know? I'm sure. Well, yeah. and I, I'm not saying it was anything illegal on the side, but we've yeah. always made mis- big mistakes. You okay. know? Unfortunately, we dodged that one. You know, right, but, right. So, so you're not too concerned over the the, the present uh, uh, administration and no, uh, and the no, and no, the, no, the crime no. and the the surge in waterboard. You know, surge in waterboard's yeah. always been what a surge in waterboard. You know what, what? That's what it is. But no, the crime. Every big city has that crime. Now. Okay, you know we got to share. You know, right. Where do you live now? I live right next to the zoo. Oh, over here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, and is know. your cage clean? It is, it is. It is clean. Okay. I, have, I have a wife. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. So uh, you know, you. Uh, I know you have written about the Surgeon Waterboard and some of your uh, satirical. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've written about the Waterboard and the mayor. I like equal opportunity insults, at least. Right, right, right. Well, like Manny Chevrolet, he likes to skewer everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Why skew them all? Right. Yeah. Why not? Right, right, right. Don't you hate when you do something and you say something about, let's say, the Republicans? The Democrats clap, and the Republicans sit on their hands. Then you sing, say something about the Democrats, and it's just the opposite. Right. You know, yeah. It's just a joke, man. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Maybe we can get something out of it. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is the world we live in. Now, we grew up in a different world. You can't, you can't insult it. You can't make fun of anyone anymore. It, it, everything's yeah. so, like, yeah. offended. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, in fact, at my job, I, uh, you know, I have two email addresses, and one of them is work, and one of them is campus. 
And my campus one, I, I just, and, which I never use. I never use it because I don't need to use it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone's like, uh, I get an email and it's like from a woman who says, her, hims, they, or whatever, that kind of stuff, or this kind of yeah. stuff. You know, I, I don't know all those, what, what the, are they the called? Pronouns. Yeah. Pronouns. Pronouns. You know, everyone has a pronoun. So I put out there, uh, Manny Chevrolet, who, what, and why. Okay. You know, and, and, and everyone got so offended by it. Did they? they? Yeah, you know, it's like, it's a joke. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You should have stuck to your guns and said it's not a joke. Yeah. Well, I should have. No, I know. I never responded to it, but I was, I was told not to use it. Yeah. I yeah, never yeah, responded yeah, to it, yeah. but I said. You were cautioned. Yeah, mm. I was cautioned. I said, well, you shouldn't use that. I was, it's a fucking joke, man. Get right. with it, man. Right, right. Everybody's very sensitive about yeah, uh, uh, words, words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well. So, Philip, uh, uh, we have something going on here in the Clempire that's uh, a recent development. You know, the Clempire is, is the Dave Clements Empire, <laughs> and uh, we're here on Oak Street in in Snake and Jake's, which is kind of the heart of the Clempire. But yeah. you know, Dave owns a bunch of property along here, and one of his properties that he's he's been sitting fallow for for a long time has had a recent development. And it, it, they're talking about opening up the uh, the uh, the new neutral ground. Uh, neutral ground coffee house. Yeah. But the previous, the original neutral ground coffee house was owned and operated by you for like thirty years, huh? Um, well, you're half right. Okay. No, I was not the original owner. I shouldn't say that. No, I was not the original of the neutral ground. Well, not the original. It was. Well, wait a second. It, right. it went. It goes back to um, the Penny Post Coffee House. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. It actually started on Maple Street, but but then. Back in 77 or so, it moves out to Daniil Street. Uh-huh. And it was the Penny Post for about tw- until 1990. I was the last manager of the, of the Penny Post. And then I left and when they changed over to the neutral ground. And then, you know, let's say about five, six years later, it came back to me. Because, you know, the hippies don't pay their taxes. Right. They needed somebody to take... Help them out. So I did, and they said, well, it's yours. <laughs> we don't want it anymore. <laughs> so that's what I got it, and finally I could dump it off to my friends James and Fan. Okay. And they, they are the current owners of it. Okay. But uh, you guys had a tremendous run. I mean, it had a oh, tremendous yeah, run yeah. under yeah, your— Yeah, 40, 47 years. Now, uh, something—we uh, can go back and forth in this, but, uh, but uh, I, I know you had a lot of New Orleans memorabilia in the the original or the location that oh, you, yeah, you yeah, had. Yeah. Now, did all that go? Did is that is that? It's uh, all stored. It's all stored. Yeah. And okay. I, and, I, and five different garages around town. Okay, because I was wondering when they. So now uh, they're they're talking about opening up one right here on the corner yeah, of uh, yeah. of Oak and Adams Street. They even Street. took down the barge board. Walls. Wow. <laughs> we moved on. So I was wondering, is, is a lot of that New Orleans memorabilia going to be... Uh, oh, yeah, it'll uh, still smell when you walk in. Well, for the people that don't know, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the the uh, the Neutral Ground Coffee House. Uh, it was a place that had a long-standing open mic. I know a lot of people would would start out, would go in there. I think even my friend Lynn Drury might have kind of cut her teeth. I guarantee you she did. Uh, yeah. Like right. when people that didn't have any experience playing professional jobs could go in there and play a few songs, kind of figure That's out right. what it's That's like. Right. So you sure. talk about that some. Sure. Um, what, well, when I was managing it, um, 
I've booked more acts than anybody, any club in the country. Over 100 acts a month. Wow. And plus, you add to that the open mic night, which was on Sunday night. You had another 20 acts there. Um, you had acts coming in from all over the world coming in that place. And, um, of course, we had our regulars who would have an hour slot. But from 7 o'clock until 1 o'clock in the morning, you had acts. And um, you had five acts a night. And no liquor. No liquor. That's Which right. is why That's Manny right. and I never went. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. no, yeah. I actually was in there a number of times. Uh, yeah. when, uh, but you know, that dry was, in many ways that was the precious, uh, the, 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 very central to the place. You know, because you could have young people come in, you know, and play, and a lot of young people did come in and play from high schools and uh -huh. obviously the colleges, the universe, uh, Tulane and University and Loyola gave right. us a lot of students, um, but young people like. Um, Who's that little Emily Sayers from the Indigo Girls? That's where mm -hmm. she started, those people. And, okay. Uh, you know, Corey Henry and... Britney uh, Spears started there, didn't she? No, she just started uh, there, but... But what's that guy's... What's that guy's name who danced with Janet Jackson? What was that guy's name? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. He came in one night. Uh -huh. And I'm behind the counter. And all the girls are going, Ooh, I don't know who he is. And uh, so they tell me who he is. And he comes up, he orders a iced coffee and gives me a quarter tip. <laughs> so um, he goes back and he plays a little checkers and he's of course kinging everybody and um, and um, so the, a few weeks later it was a Super Bowl and I was telling my old, my old girlfriend who I, I think you probably remember we watched the Super Bowl I said wait a second I have to watch the Super Bowl I have to watch the halftime show Justin Timberlake is on with Janet Jackson I gotta see what this kid does and as a result of it I'm the only man in America that never saw Janet Jackson's tits. <laughs> you were too focused on... I was focused on Mr. Timberland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. That's, uh, that's all I got to say. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a horrible game uh, and a horrible uh, halftime uh, show. I, I, oh, really? I, I, yeah. I wish I'd been looking at uh, Justin Timberlake, frankly. <laughs> so, yeah, so you did have uh, a lot of people passing through there. Uh, yeah. Toussaint would come in there routinely. Nice. And just come in. So a bluegrass band was playing. He'd sit at the piano and go, yeah, okay. he got to join in. <laughs> Really? You know, it was, it was a cool place. Many Daniel Enwan never came there, did Who? he? Daniel Enwan. Lanwan. I wouldn't know that. You know, he okay. he, he never asked um, to adjust the sound. I know that. Uh, okay. He's yeah. one of the worst musicians I've ever seen. Oh, uh, Manny, Manny saw a set of, of Daniel's a couple of years ago at Jazz Fest, one of Manny's rare Jazz Fest uh, attendances. And he did not like it. I saw the same set, and I loved it. So, you know, it goes to show you there's no accounting for taste. How beautiful know? is that, huh? Yeah, no, that's... That's, that's wonderful, that, man. That's, that sums it all up right that's there. beautiful. Um, so, so you, uh, you eventually, the, the, it became too much uh, to, to run the place. It was just, I got uh, you, old, you, you know, and it's time it. to pass it on. It's about time to do things. Right on, right you on. You never know when it's right, but I do the, the two... I'll say the young people now they're 40, in their mid-40s. Well, yeah, younger and, than um, us. That's quite yeah. young compared to us. Well, yeah, right. But, you know, so it, it worked out fine. You nice, know, that nice. way. I'm glad they got it. And, and then, unfortunately, the, the, um, the landlord sold the building. And that mm. was his prerogative. He's been good to us for 40 years. Right. We can't complain. And um, so... Well, we were in here uh, doing a podcast when one of our former guests, uh, Dirk Billy, came up and said in a very excited fashion, hey, man, I think we're going to restart the, uh, the neutral ground down at, at the... At old, old Lou's Oak Bar. 
Right, right, right. Was <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. And and I, I was telling the uh, the manager here, Lewis, that I don't even try to. I mean, sometimes I'm aware of these connections and I and I, I'll lean into them. But booking you as a guest. I didn't even really make all that uh, the the connection in my head till I started. It's like, oh, that's right, <laughs> Philip ran the neutral ground. Which neutral ground's the reason I know you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought the reason we knew each other is because uh, we used to attend all those uh, those children's uh, birthday parties. You know together. why? Because that because that child I would bring was I was, I was dating and her mama. Okay. And they came into the she came into the coffee house. That's how you knew them. Okay. All right. So it's uh, New Orleans is always uh, just man. It's, it's always it's not a six degree degrees of separation. Yeah, it's just one right or there. two, man. Right. And usually the the connections are four or five deep. You know, like <laughs> right, right, uh, right. Uh, well, well. So some of these things, uh, you know, when when you when I was seeing that that you worked on Popeye and Pals, it reminded me of all these these. Uh, you know, old-time New Orleans personalities, like television personalities. I was wondering if you were, if you ever had uh, any cross paths with any of these people. I just reel them all off and see if they, any of them, uh, like people like Iris Kelso. Or, no, I didn't know Iris Kelso. Or uh, Terry Fletridge. Oh, I did know Terry Fletridge. Okay. But it was at the Poncha Train. Um, it w they started to come back as a, as a, I don't want to say a retirement home, but basically that after Katrina. Uh -huh. And Terry Fletridge and her husband took a space up, one of the apartments upstairs. She was so charming. Yes. So charming. And she would send me letters on, um, on, on stationery with, um, with giraffes on them and things uh -huh. like that. She was darling, just yeah, darling. Yeah, yeah, real old school, man, yeah, real class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Her, and her friends would come with her quite often, um, Bob and Jan Carr. Oh, okay. They came a lot. They were sweet. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I bet a lot of people came through the Poncha Train. I mean, yeah. it was such a such an old school, uh, you know, classic kind of place. Yeah, it was. Well, you know, the other people I wrote down, you know, like Mac, uh, Wayne Mack I wrote down, but yeah. uh, you ever cross paths with Wayne Mack? Not that I recall, Not no. Not really, okay. Yeah, great. Uh, he worked for another channel. He worked for DSU. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got you. I'm, I'm, I get confused in my, uh, my. Uh, yeah, I understand. Reclining well, years. Well, when here. I was a kid, you know, it was only three channels, so it's easier to keep them well, straight. Well, me, me too. Yeah, no, it's exactly. just, it's, it's, it's uh, the sands of time. It's uh, have, uh, have, have uh, somewhat dulled it. Uh, well, but then we have people like Hap Glotty and. Yeah, I, I knew Hap Glotty. Um, his favorite song was "It Had to Be You." Really? Yeah. Nice. That was the first love song written to a sheep. <laughs> and happy birthday to my friend Mrs. Schwarzenegger and Gentilly. <laughs> well, then of course, uh, Buddy Deliberto, Buddy D. Oh yeah, Buddy Deliberto. Yeah, you know, I I just kind of knew Buddy a little bit from the track, you know. But um, are you big on going to the track? I, for a while, I was. Yeah. yeah, I was a school teacher, and then I when I retired from teaching. Spent a little time at the track and right. lost all my money. Then a little I, bit of I figured a it out. Degenerate gambler at that time. Yeah, sort of. I okay. thought I, I figured I could handicap, I and I could handicap. I, but apparently, when I first moved uh, here, I I said, well, I have I don't need a job, but I'd like to get a job. And I I worked at the fairgrounds one day a week. Yeah. And as a barback busboy, mm -hmm. just for the fun of it. Yeah. Because I love the ponies, and. Every Saturday, this is like 2001, 2002, I would go, I'd take a cab, which 
probably cost me more than oh, I right made that, that was day. your pay, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd go to the fairgrounds, and I worked in the clubhouse, and I could not believe the degenerates that were working in the clubhouse, waiters, cooks, barb, everything. I mean, there was this one time I got there, and you know what they would do? You get there early enough, they would give you a free breakfast before you start your oh, shift. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple of waiters who were degenerate gamblers and alcoholics, and I used to see them. They would just cash in their meal ticket for a, a fucking cocktail, you know, just to get, just to get right. Yeah, just to yeah. Set, settle the nerves. Yeah, settle the nerves. Because there were these guys who were just like shaking. They were fucking shaking. And then it was like, you know, and then the, the biggest problem was they were also, the degenerate gamblers would like, you know, the clubhouse would open. It was Saturday. It was brunch. They'd take someone's order and they would disappear for like hours. <laughs> and they'd be in line to make a bet. <laughs> and they were like they're still there I went out there for Thanksgiving yeah. oh yeah yeah, oh yeah 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 it's it's crazy going nuts out there it's reminding me Renee kind of man his story reminds me of that's that's old New Orleans that's exactly what it's, it still is you know um, yeah. yeah you know it's like <laughs> true it's still there you know yeah, man. yeah and these poor guys you know they were like uh, you know and I was new to you know I was like uh, they were like Cover for me, Manny. Cover for me. Cover for me. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm trying to get well. <laughs> They're trying to get yeah, we, well. We all know what that's like. Huh, yeah, Manny? yeah. Uh, you know, trying to get trying to get straight yeah. enough to work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And then you know the jockeys. You get there early enough, and the jockeys are getting free meals and they're just you go into the one room and they're all spitting it out yeah 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 they're that's kind of wasted on them yeah, yeah. they like the exercise of moving their elbow uh. <laughs> <laughs> well you know when when I play at Jazz Fest there's the uh, the Lanyap stage it's a lovely covered stage yeah, it's yeah. one you know right. it's a, there's a lot of seating you know if your parents are going to come see you that's a good place for them to see you but they use the uh, the jockey's dressing room as as the green room for the band. Oh, really? Okay. And they have all the the flipping troughs back there. They got the silks. The, yeah. <laughs> they got the 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 steam rooms, all the stuff, man. Yeah, you really get a get an eyeful of that uh, jockey culture. Our old friend Chris Champagne used to be the 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 jockey. I would call it jockey manager, but he was in charge of that room. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Don't Chris used to work up at the clubhouse. Uh, hundred at the twenty dollar window. No, a fifty dollar more window. Oh, right. no, he was upstairs yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, those no. are twenty dollar windows. He had that one window. Maybe he felt sorry for, for the big inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the big, he he worked the big spender window. He did. It was a big spender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he would just take bets and laugh at the customers. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Champagne. Um, well, so uh, so Philip, you uh, you continue to uh, uh, play the Friday and Saturday night slots over at, at the uh, the, at the Hilton the, the Hilton Riverside, Riverside yeah. Public Belt Bar. Yes. That's got to be a classy. Uh, I, I, I have to. I like the room. I like the room. It's a good piano, a good sound system, and the room is is not. It looks great, you know. Nice. And uh, I tell you what, any of our local listeners, I hope no one at the Hilton is listening. Just come on up. You can if you want to drive there. Drive there. Park in the Hilton garage, 
it's comfortable if you park on the fifth floor and come on in. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but park on the Hilton garage and then come to the bar. We'll take care of you. We'll get we'll get you out for nice a smile. Nice, nice, nice. So you pay for parking? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't go that far, but I'll get you out. <laughs> there you go. There Ain't you gonna go. be a problem. There you go. And uh, so you have other shows coming up. I know you're finishing. Well, I'm just the finishing this show. one. You know, I was considering what I was going to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first thought of doing a, a Nielsen show, then I thought of a, but it, it just seemed a little light, you know. Then I thought about doing the um, a Joe Beam show, mm. but then I was thinking, you know, a New Orleans boy doing a Carlos Joe Beam. It seems a little, you know, out of place. But then I'm thinking now of, of doing a, a Jimmy Van Heusen show. We love Jimmy Van Heusen. Uh, yes. I mean, I, so I just, did Sinatra. But that's what so, I like uh, to do, that kind of stuff, right you know? Nice, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so that's where it is. Right on. Now, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to start a Wednesday nights at the Jennifer Flowers Club. Wow. I know. That's still open, that place? No. They had closed for years. Uh, okay. She had gone to Vegas, and I don't know what she did out there. But she just came back and is starting again. Dave Cook, the guy who sings with the Yacht Pack, mm-hmm. he's um, involved with it. He's in our Mancini show, too. Okay. And um, What about a Les- Leslie Brickish show? I've already done a Leslie Brickish. You and did after one? I did it, he called me. Cool. It was very, it was very nice. I was at the piano at the, at the Pontchartrain and it called. Wow. It was sweet. He saw your show. What a nice, no, he didn't see it. He but he heard, he heard about, about it. And it's very nice. You know, he's very, great. He really was. He really yeah, was. Yeah, he's a fabulous. He was guy. a wonderful lyricist. Yeah, and not only that, a musician also, a yeah. composer also. Yeah, well, that's oh, cool. How's man. that, man? He's been mentioning that name for. For years on the show, first time somebody not I only love Leslie not Brickus. only knew who it was, uh, but uh, nobody had knows contact who it is. With, uh, I did I did a whole show of his one time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned it, yeah. and um, nice. Yeah, I, I like doing composers because he would partner with Tony Newley. He did. He did. Yeah. Stop the world. I want to get off. Yeah. He also wrote Goldfinger. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We know all yeah, that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he wrote Goldfinger. Two Foot a Road. And two, yeah, exactly. Songs, yeah. I just love that name. Brickus. Brickus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love that We have that time name. for a quick story with that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So what are the guys? So I, when, I would say, when I do the, the cabaret shows, I'm usually on the, I'm on the piano, obviously. Sometimes I have a bass and, a, and my drummer playing with us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and we do it Brickus. And he wrote Goldfinger. So, and I have, you know, a, a female singer and usually another guy singer. And uh, the guy singer was um, a friend of mine from Argentina, a physician from Argentina. But a big Argentine guys. You know how those Argentine guys are. You know how an Argentine fella commits suicide? No, I don't. He climbs to the top of his ego and then he jumps. <laughs> All right, so, but this guy's a sweetheart of a guy. So I say to him, hey, Hector, go out there, rip off your sunglasses and say, Bond, James Bond. Oh, cool. Put your hand out. My wife will be walking up in a gold dress. We'll be playing the Bond theme. You just grab a hand, lead her to the microphone and walk. Oh, walk off. So he goes, I got it. Okay, Philip. So he goes out and he says, we're playing the theme. Boom, 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 boom. He walks out, he says, Bond. Jaime Bond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Didn't quite have the same. Uh, yeah, same, fact, yeah. Same gr- and your wife yeah. comes out, and what happens then? Uh, yeah. He, he, she he, walks her off. He oh, walks her uh, off. Being an Argentine fella, he, he, handled, he handled my wife very well. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the name, not so good, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. No. The, 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 uh, 
And then you sang the song? No, she sang that song. Oh, you, yeah, your she, wife sang more this? like Shirley Bassey than I was. Oh. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's nice, a great nice. tune. But my long song does mean the dark one. Mm. So maybe I should have sung Okay. Maybe. Nice. I didn't didn't know that. All right. Oh, yeah. You look up my name in spell check. It says, did you mean melanoma? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, man, this seems like a podcast. I yeah. Mean, covered a lot of ground here, Philip. Loved it. Man, uh, you've been terrific. I'm so glad we got to, to have you on. Everybody go check out Philip at the uh, Public Bell Bar and now uh, Jennifer Maybe Flowers. Jennifer Flowers on, on Wednesdays. On Wednesday huh? nights. And look Can out. we YouTube any of your stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, can you what? Can you we YouTube any of your performances? Can like on, what? on YouTube. Do, YouTube. Yes. Oh, the YouTube? I, there might be some. Yeah, I, no, I'm not real hip on the, on the, on the internet machine, be there, honest with there you. There definitely okay. Philip Maybe somebody put something on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put a link to uh, to a couple of YouTube performances in the show notes uh, of this episode. Great, great, yeah, great, yeah, great. Everybody can check out Philip and check out all of his records on Amazon and uh, everywhere else. And, uh, well, thank you so much, Philip. I am Renee Coleman for Manny Chevrolet uh, saying, uh, uh, what do we say? We Trouble sing. never ends. But the struggle continues. Good night. Good night. Good night. Joe
Joker is me. <laughs>